0: My co-host for this segment is Sharla Meisenheimer. Hey, Sharla. Hey, Jason. Um, We have one of your favorite people, I know, because you've told me. Now, don't all the people out there who may not know that. You may get phone calls now. So Tori Berard with ESB Financial is our guest. Hey, Tori. Hi. But you have also, so you're currently a member of our membership committee. So yes, that's I am that's Charla's advisory committee that she right. works with on projects. You're also past chair of leadership Manhattan. So, yes. so we're going to start with an easy question. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and then how you ended up at ESB Financial in Manhattan.
1: I moved to Manhattan in 2010. I was planning to attend K State. I did for a little bit and uh, realized I was in the wrong profession or wrong uh, line of work there. Um, I met my husband in the meantime, and we have a nine-year-old daughter together. Um, At the time that I got hired at ESB Financial, I wasn't really looking for a job. I was just staying at home with my daughter, um, learning how to become a mom. And um, my husband and I went to lunch one day. We ran into the bank manager of ESB Financial at the time. She said, hey, we're looking for somebody. I think you'd be a great fit. I went in and applied and I'm still there 10 years later. And the manager. And now I'm the bank manager.
0: <laughs> so that worked out really yeah. <laughs> well. So you talked about moving here. Where are you originally from?
1: Um, Originally from Garden City. Well, I say Garden City. Really, it's Ingalls outside of Garden City, if anyone knows that area.
0: But you're Kansan.
1: All my life. And it's not that bad, as they say.
0: But you moved to Manhattan to go to K-State. Yes, I did. And then just I ended did. up staying So why did you end up? Deciding to stay. I met my husband. And if you've met him, he's a pretty good guy. Okay, so it's (laughs) just him. So uh, you talked about ESB Financial. How's that grown in Manhattan recently? It seems like there's a lot going on.
1: Yes, there is a lot going on. So I guess it's kind of interesting to know Not so recently. So when we first moved to Manhattan in 2006, um, we started from ground zero. We didn't bring a bunch of deposit accounts with us or buy a huge loan portfolio from someone else. We hit the ground running on our own. And so since Probably 2015, we have more than tripled our deposit accounts and doubled our loan portfolio. So just in the last six years, there's been huge growth for our bank. Lots of changes, lots of people coming in and out and retirements in Emporia. So new positions are opening up in Manhattan, and it's just opening up a lot of growth for us. So it's pretty exciting.
0: And for people who don't know, the E and ESB used to be Emporia, right? Yes,
1: Emporia State Bank, um, our owners changed it to ESB Financial when we moved to Manhattan.
0: And of course, our former chair, mm-hmm. Larry Shope, is an ESB person. And so the ESB team has been very involved in yes. chamber activities over the past couple of years, and we appreciate their involvement.
1: So Tori, what
2: made you first get, decided to get involved in the chamber?
1: So it was actually my boss at the time, Brad, who recently passed. He encouraged me to apply for Leadership Manhattan. I saw that Larry had gone through and Brad had gone through and what it did for their careers and and what it did for them in the community. So I thought, why not? I'll go ahead and try. wasn't really expecting to get accepted, but I did. I was still pretty new to Manhattan and the professional business community in general. Um, it was really my first big girl job, so to say, at the bank. So I just thought applying for Leadership Manhattan and hopefully getting involved in that was a good way to get my foot in the door in the community and in the business world.
2: When Brad first came to you and said, hey, I think this would be a great thing for you to to be a part of, what was your first thought of the chamber? So you said, chamber what? That's exactly, that- yeah, yeah.
1: That's exactly what it was. I said, chamber, isn't that for like community leaders or was not? She was, was going to say old people.
2: You know it was coming.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't think it was for me. I mean, I was new to Manhattan again and I was very young. I didn't feel like that was something that I should even be qualified for or even be attempting to do. But I'm glad I did because it's opened a lot of doors and I've met a lot of people.
2: So would you say that has kind of changed your perception of the chamber then?
1: Definitely. Um, Like I said, I thought it was for big businesses and big community leaders, you know, the top dogs of the community. Now that I'm involved a little more, it's clearly not. The chamber definitely supports small businesses and they're wanting to get that younger demographic involved with hype and different networking events, which again, I had no idea of. I didn't know that those things were offered through the chamber. Do you think that that
2: um, over time has helped you in your profession?
1: Yes, I would say 100%. Making those relationships and, and meeting those new people, and it's developed friendship over the past few years. And as a community bank, that's that's our whole topic is being a community bank. And those relationships that we all build and create through the chamber and networking events, when we bring those back to our bank, that's what helps us grow. And then in turn, we give back to our community. So relationships are really what our whole bank is about, and that's what my job is about as well.
0: So as we mentioned earlier, you're the past chair or a past chair, Leadership Manhattan, which is a program of the chamber and has an advisory board that directs those activities. So it's a very popular program and you said it was one of the first ones you got involved with. Why do so many people rave about their experience in the program?
1: It just gives everyone a better understanding of how Manhattan operates and how different organizations work together. The program gives everyone that behind the scenes look at different aspects of Manhattan that not everybody really gets to experience. For example, breakdown of our taxes from Jason Hilgers, like that's 100% worth it right there in most people's eyes. Meeting our first responders and the dogs for Sharla. K-State and Fort Riley, you know, it just really breaks down how the collaboration works between everyone in our community, which is just something that you don't always know or you don't always see if you're not told or presented it in the way that Leadership Manhattan brings it to everyone. I personally wouldn't have known about any of that, any of those opportunities or collaboration without being in leadership Manhattan. So I think it's just getting to have a better understanding of how the city works.
0: What is it about being together for those months that keeps, I think, makes people closer?
1: I think it's like it takes everyone kind of back to high school where, you know, you get to become friends with these people. And not only are you friends, you're also supporting their business and they're supporting your business. So it's just further connections that help you be more successful in your career and then it's just nice to always have someone to call when you need something that's what i like about it it made leadership manhattan made manhattan feel more like a small community versus a big city because i could always go somewhere and say oh my gosh i know that person or hey there's so-and-so for my class and then you always get the rivalry of who is the best class ever and it's just a common thread between everyone to argue
0: i think that happens in every community too um, do you still keep in touch with your classmates? I mean, do you still talk to some of those folks?
1: Yeah, I do. And luckily, Facebook is around, uh, if you've heard of it. So that's how <laughs> our group stays connected, is through Facebook. Um, unfortunately, several of ours moved away, but there's still so many of us here in the community. And just it, it's just fun to see where everyone started versus where they're at now. There, We have quite a few successful class members.
0: So you decided to be the chair of the program. Talk about what that experience was like and and things that happened during your year as a chair. <laughs> Sorry,
2: and then funny. we'll let, and then we'll let Charlotte <laughs> no, answer the questions. No, that, just... Sounds like she has an
0: interesting story to go no, along I mean, with that.
1: So, what year was yours? Twenty twenty one. My year was terrifying to say the least. I do think it was successful. I just remember being at the end of twenty twenty that ended on Zoom, and thinking ahead to twenty twenty one where do we have classes? Who do we invite? How is this going to work? And everyone just kept saying, pivot, pivot, pivot. (laughs) And uh, it was just very stressful. But luckily, it wasn't all the work wasn't put on me. You know, you have a whole team to work with. And Charla, of course, the the program would not operate without Charla. And the leadership Manhattan board is thankfully very forgiving. Not very active on Zoom, however, it was just a big group effort, and everyone was willing to go that extra mile to make sure the class was successful.
0: Yeah, and it was it was a challenge, Charla, it was, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, it it absolutely was. So, and and part of that was just really week to week or every you know today. So we didn't get to go to Topeka, which was um, always been a highlight of the program. So we actually. Um, Dick Carter helped us bring Topeka here. So Kages From Bureau um, loaned us, um, let us be in one of their Zoom rooms. Um, they have great technology that they um, helped us feed everybody in. And um, in a lot of ways, I think you even said this after, after going through that, was that day more intentional collaboration was accomplished on Topeka than had we been there. And there's a couple of times where we were like, what are we doing? Where are we, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it
0: was, it was interesting. It created challenges for organizations like the chamber that Mm -hmm. do a lot of in-person things. So you are, you're on the membership committee now. Uh, What's your experience like on the membership committee?
1: So far, it's been good. Again, it's another learning experience. I feel like I learned something new about the Chamber every time I go to a meeting, so that's nice. I also feel like this is my opportunity to express the challenges that I have with attending Chamber events that maybe are not just unique to myself, that maybe other people in the community or business community are experiencing as well. I have a hard time attending events, and so I think it's just my turn to say, hey, this is my challenge. I can't be the only one experiencing it how can we work around it or what can we do so i think it'll be interesting to see what kind of fun ideas we come up with or new events we can come up with to help increase our attendance numbers and and the membership numbers as well
0: so what would you tell somebody like yourself who's new to a job and working in what would you call it a big girl job so yep. the first big girl job first what would you tell job. to somebody like that who's thinking of joining a chamber
1: uh do it you're not going to regret it and definitely find somebody who's who can help you guide you through that, you know, find a buddy or a, a big to your little as, as they kind of say, but just do it. It's, you're not going to regret it. And maybe the more professional answer would be to say, call the chamber, talk to someone on the membership committee and see how <laughs> they can help you or talk to Sharla. But honestly, just do it. Take that first step and join. You won't regret it.
0: Great answer. So part of being on the show is your rapid fire questions I think Charlotte's going to yep. We have we have your 10. I think Charlotte's going to kick it off. So you, are. are you ready? I think so. Okay. Okay. What are you currently reading or what's your favorite book?
1: Currently reading Three More Months by Sarah Echevar. I might be pronouncing that wrong. It's a little bit outside of my normal reading material, but it just seemed appropriate for the time.
2: What's your pet peeve?
1: Hearing people chew. It drives <laughs> me crazy, and my husband is the worst at it. <laughs> Poor Josh. What is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. My whole family gets together at my house, which is stressful, but it's fun.
0: How many is that?
1: Probably 15.
2: Oh, okay. What's something you always travel with? Chapstick. Favorite flavor of ice cream?
1: Cookies and cream, or if I'm going somewhere, it's Dairy Queen for a peanut buster parfait.
2: Oh, those are so good, right? What TV sitcom family would you want to be a part of?
1: The Banks family from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They just seem like they're really fun. But I currently feel like I'm already a part of The Office family. If anybody is watches The Office, just stop by the bank and we are their duplicates. So we're having,
0: um, I hate to interrupt this, pause the rapid fire. What's everybody's feeling about the Fresh Prince reboot? Yeah, me too. Yeah, so there's know. a but, but. But our kids think that's the greatest thing ever. Really? Yeah, yeah. that they're so excited about it. Back to the rapid fire. <laughs> Favorite pet.
1: Tucker is my dog currently. He is a mutt zoo, um, <laughs> my own breed, a mutt and a shih tzu. I have no idea what else he is. Best childhood memory. All my cousins and and brothers and sisters, we would play cops and robbers in like a 10 block radius in Garden City, which thinking about it now is kind of dangerous, but we enjoyed it and it was the best summers of our lives.
2: So that may or may not be why you are married to a police officer?
1: Well, he never pulls me over or catches me, so. Well, there you go. I'm still winning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) First and favorite concert?
1: First concert was Britney Spears at the Kansas State Fair. And my favorite concert was Garth Brooks just a couple years ago with my my mom. Garth, is great. Texting or talking? Texting as long as you're efficient with it.
0: I got it. I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> so, Tori, thank you for volunteering. Thank you for being part of the Chamber's leadership group. Uh, we, But most of all, thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.